Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to the E2C Network, where the Auburn family speaks. Hello, and welcome to War Horses, the only college equestrian podcast that takes you on a mystical journey to the SEC tournament. I'm your host, Auburn Elvis. Let's talk about some college equestria. On this episode, we're going to do the format a little bit differently. We've got a series of live updates from the SEC tournament about that action and action around the uh, country. Here we go. Hey everybody, this is Auburn Elvis. Um, we're going to do the podcast a little differently this week. Uh, I'm going to be on the road uh, following the SEC tournament, and it's going to... Uh, not following, I'm actually there. And it's be hard for me to follow all the other stuff going on, so uh, what I'm going to try to do is basically record some quick little portions as the days go by, and I'll seam those together, and that'll be the podcast this week. So we'll see how this format works. It's Thursday for me. Uh, don't know what it is for you guys. So the action that has happened, uh, Delaware State played uh, Minnesota Crookston in the ECAC uh, dual discipline tournament in the quarterfinal round. And um, no, 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 no. Yeah, quarterfinal round. And uh, just the Hornets beat the mess out of them. Beat them 20 to nothing. You can't beat somebody worse than that. So... Um, yeah, Minnesota Crookston will now finish as the one team in the East, in the NCEA that didn't get a win, so sorry if it seems like I'm picking on the Golden Eagles, but that's, them's the facts, baby. Um, but good job for the home team, the Hornets host, are hosting this tournament, so you figure that's going to give them a little bit of a boost, and boy did it ever, so they advance. Uh, the other quarterfinal that was going on was let's see uh south dakota state and uc davis now i thought this one was going to be kind of close and i was looking at my phone um on the way down to here to auburn and it seemed close at first and then i'm looking at the final score and apparently it got really unclose after a while so uh the jackrabbits and the uh aggies started out uh, it was like within a few points of each other and then all the other points pretty much went to uc davis they ended up winning 15 to 5 sometimes it's like that you know you look at a score sheet after the fact and you think uh man, that was a blowout, or boy, that was close. But then, depending on how the points actually happen and what order the events go, it might not be like that at all. So uh, that's just another reason why you need to depend on, you know, your your friendly costumed uh, uh, sports reporter who works for SI now uh, to give you uh, analysis of these things, uh, of these meets. So, although I won't be able to do that much because I'm not going to be at a bunch of them, not going to be following them on this week. So, all right, I'm starting to ramble. So I'm going to go ahead and end it here. Uh, this is, I guess, technically day one. Day two will be tomorrow uh, when, uh, you know, we have the SEC tournament and all the other ones. So that's it. Okay, uh, we are at the, um, well, this is all we're now. Well, you know who it is. It's my podcast. Anyway. <laughs>
This is not as scripted as my normal podcast. Anyway, all right, so I'm here at the SEC tournament. This is day one for us, and uh, uh, the first meet of the morning was Texas A&M against South Carolina. This one was actually closer than I think most people, including me, uh, thought this was going to be. The Gamecocks gave it all they had. This was probably going to be their last meet. Uh, I don't think they're going to get invited to the national championship tournament. They're not going to make it into the top eight. Uh, they gave it all they got, uh, all they had, all they do, all they have. I don't know. Present tense, past tense. Who, who, who's to say when you're listening to this? Anyway, <laughs> um. They lost. Gamecocks lost. The Aggies won. It was it was twelve to seven. I, I'm not laughing at anybody. I'm sorry. Uh, I gotta be gotta be serious here. It was a good meet. I mean, they both looked good. Just Texas A&M looked better. So, you know, that's how things went. And now we're getting kind of ready for uh, Auburn and Georgia, which for the people here are the main event. And uh, it's beautiful weather. It's very windy, so I have to keep going back to my car to record these. But that's cool. Um, I will say that there are a lot of people brought their dogs. That's one thing that I probably should have put in my preview is how you could totally bring your dog. Um, my wife is taking lots of pictures of the dogs, so she's going to put together an Instagram video of dogs of the SEC, I guess. <laughs> anyway, so we'll see how that one works. Uh, uh, oh, 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 we do have some action. Oh, well, no, uh, Yeah. The Big 12 tournament, they're doing things a little bit differently. Instead of over here in the SEC where they matched everybody up and they said, okay, you two will do your meet first, they're blending it all together where they're doing all the events uh, um, from the two meets all at once. And that happened at the national championship last year, and I think that's how they're doing it this year. So we don't truly know who's winning and not. Uh, uh, anyway, not for me since I'm not following it that way. But what I'll do is at the end of the day, I'll update everything. And, I, and I'm not sure how the ECAC is doing things. I haven't really, haven't really checked that one. Um, but uh, I assume they're doing it probably like this one where they're doing two teams and then they're going to do a fresh new teams. It basically depends on your facilities. Like over here at all. Auburn, they just redid the flat ring. It's really nice and beautiful. But what that means is they can do flat and then everybody just picks up and moves on over to fences because fences is the is the most time consuming of the rings to break down and set up because you got to set up fences. So if you have two of the jumping seat rings, it makes it so much easier because you don't ever have to take the fences down. So um anyway that's why they were able to go faster here i think and that's why they're doing it like that over at the um big 12 so i'll catch you up with that action um but that's how things are going so far all right i'm back at the uh airbnb and um good day for auburn (laughs) auburn won um uh it was 12 to 7 and uh both teams had mistakes, and in the second half, you know, Georgia had chances, but they kept making mistakes. Like, oh, man, and fences. All right, Haley Morano, and I'm I'm not picking on her. She's, I mean, there's no way you could pick on her. She's Georgia's best fences rider. Um, and, and so she actually had a score that was not her, her typical high level. Um, you know, I'm not good enough to understand what happened in the actual ride as to led to the score, but I do know that the numbers she normally gets are larger than that. So she didn't have a great one. So she was actually in danger of losing that point. Now she did win, but it was a one point win and there's three judges. So they total up all the scores. So it was actually extremely close 
uh, her winning that point. And um, I'll tell you, I was saying to people that if Georgia doesn't take that point, they are not going to win because she, they count on her. I mean, they basically take out loans on on her winning points. She's so she's so good. So but she did win her point today. So, you know success but at the same time there was a danger there that she wasn't gonna uh get that and that was just kind of a uh, uh i guess my, a microcosm of how georgia was doing in the second half they were they were good but not great and auburn was also good but not great but auburn's good is better than georgia's good and so auburn ended up winning so good day for the tigers if you're a georgia fan well you know what you got the consolation meet and that's why the whole thing exists so um, looking around the other conferences, um, so we have some action, some results finally, uh, to talk about. Now, Baylor, let's jump over to the Big 12. Baylor and Oklahoma State. Man, the Bears came so close to pulling a big upset. Uh, it came down to the wire. It ended up being 10 to 9 Oklahoma State. You know, and I was trying to check in. I know that Baylor won the very first event 3 to 2, and after that, I, I didn't check in very much because I was trying to put together videos and follow Auburn and all that junk. Um, but so Oklahoma state won and, uh, but only by a point. So good job to Baylor. They looked really good even in the loss. Um, and so, you know, you figure, well, okay, that shows Oklahoma state's vulnerable. I did, I have picked uh TCU to beat them tomorrow, which actually spoiler alert, TCU advanced as well. So they, uh, they rode against Fresno state. They beat them pretty easily. I mean, it was close ish, but, uh, anyway, TCU won 13 to seven and they will advance to face to Oklahoma state in the championship. Oh yeah, Auburn and Texas A&M are going to face in the championship for the SEC. I don't know if I mentioned that. Uh, okay, uh, and the other uh, conference is the ECAC. Talked about that yesterday. UC Davis and SMU, this one also went down to the wire. Now, I didn't think this one was going to be as close because SMU has more talent than UC Davis, but this one was a 9-10 to win uh, for the Mustangs, but they advanced. They were the number one seed, so they got pushed by the, by the Aggies. So, um, what's really important about that is UC Davis is going to be in contention with Fresno State and UT Martin for the eighth spot in the national championship. So all three of those teams are really trying to be impressive. Oh, and uh, Delaware State too, or at least they were until today. Sorry, Hornets, I'm sort of spoiling that one. But um, all of those teams are 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 kind of, you know, in the same area of, hey, pick us for that eighth spot. And they're all trying to impress here in the conference uh, uh, championship season, trying to give the committee, the selection committee, a reason to pick them over the other two or three. So keeping winning is obviously the way to do it. And if you were to win your tournament, I would... I would have to say that, you know, it would be very hard for the selection committee to turn down a conference champion. So anyway, um, so UC Davis did not win. So this is as far as they're going to get in the conference tournament. So now they're hoping the selection committee picks them. And there's a chance they might, but I don't know. Uh, Okay, so our other um, uh, semifinal was uh, UT Martin and Delaware State. And at first, when I was looking through the Durant updates, I thought Delaware State had won this. And I even tweeted out, looks like the Hornets have pulled the upset. And then people are like, oh, no, they lost the tiebreaker. Uh, apparently there was a score change or something, and it was, I thought they had gotten a point, and they didn't get a point, so 10-10, went down to the Dern, uh, uh, tiebreaker stuff, and, uh, UT Martin gets the tiebreaker. So, 
there you go. Um, bum, 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 bum. Let's see. I don't have anything else here on my notes. So that's how it's going to be. So it's going to be um, SMU and UT Martin, which are the number one and number two seeds, facing off in that tournament, ECAC. That's Eastern College Athletic Conference to all of you folks who are wondering what that is. Uh, the Big 12, which you should know what that is, um, that's going to be the final there is going to be Oklahoma State and Fresno, uh, not Fresno, TCU, Oklahoma State and TCU. They're the number one and number two seeds. And the SEC tournament will be uh, Texas A&M and Auburn, which are the number one and number two seeds. So all the top seeds, top two seeds advanced in all of the conference tournaments here. So, you know, the seating was accurate. What do you, what do you know? All right, well, that's it for today. I will check in with you tomorrow, and we'll, we'll talk about some conference championship uh, uh, winners. Hey, Auburn fans, I want to take a quick timeout from this episode to bring your attention to something very special. Here at the E2C Network, we pride ourselves on bringing you the best content for Auburn fans out there. And best of all, it's free to you. But just because it's free doesn't mean there aren't costs, especially when you have a library of hundreds of podcasts, videos, blogs, and more. Many of you have reached out and asked how you can support this network in the past. Well, now I have your answer. It's called the E2C Network Booster Club over at patreon.com slash E2C Network. There you'll find a membership monthly reward system where you can sign up for as little as $1 and get different perks at different tiers. Some of those perks include things such as apparel, eligibility to join us on future podcasts, recognition as an E2C network booster, exclusive communications, and bonus content that is available nowhere else. If you love this network and want to help us keep producing podcasts like this one, please head on over to patreon.com slash E2C network to join the E2C network booster club. You can also get there by going to our website, E2Cnetwork.com slash support. Whether you decide to join or not, we are still so appreciative that you would support us by just listening and being here because each and every one of you is part of our E2C network family. Well, that's it. Timeout's over. Let's get back into the episode. Hello, everybody. This is your close personal friend, Auburn Elvis, giving you equestrian updates from uh, Saturday. This is the championship Saturday. Um, all around the country, all the, the teams are doing their finals and trying to say, hey, look at me, we're the best. So um, <laughs> let's. It was a good day here at Auburn. Things went really well, but I'll talk about them last. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, Big 12. Let's do the Big 12 here. All right, I had picked uh, TCU to upset Oklahoma State in my preview. Well, it came down to the very, like, final ride or two, um, and it, uh, Oklahoma State won. You know what? Hey, they were the number one seed for a reason. TCU was the hottest team in the nation, and uh, they lost. But boy, they still looked good, and they're going to stay probably at number four. I don't think the committee's going to drop them any. Uh, although, I'll do a I'll do a, um, a look ahead at how I project the committee. We'll pick things, and then I'll say, well, here's how they might monkey with things in order to get better matchups. I'm not saying they do that. 
I think last year they might have done it a little bit, but this year I'm not sure what you would really gain by trying to push teams around to avoid rematches because a lot of the upper teams, one, two, and three, have all ridden against each other, so it's not like you're trying to promote certain matchups. But I'll talk about that anyway. Anyway, I'm I'm rambling again. Let's just get to the facts. Here we go. All right, so covered that one. Um, let's see. Oh, over in the ECAC tournament, that's the Eastern College Athletic Conference. Um, uh, in that one we have. Oh, do I want to do consolation meet? Yeah, I'll do the consolation meets because those are important too. Okay, so in the Big Twelve, they had a consolation meet between Baylor and Fresno State. And I predicted this was going to happen, and I predicted that Baylor was going to win. And guess what? Baylor won. Woo! Uh, they won uh, twelve to six, so they beat the brakes off Fresno State. Now, why this is in- okay? I have notifications. Yeah, okay. I-, I tweeted a lot about the Auburn thing, so people are notifying. Anyway, all right, back to work. Back to work. Um, so. <laughs> Here we go. In the Constellation meet, the reason the Constellation meet is important is because with Fresno State, they're really trying to get into the National Championship Tournament. They're trying to get an invitation, and they needed to look good. It turns out they lost both of their meets this weekend, so they didn't look too good. That opened the door for other teams. Um, Now, we'll see how much that weighs in the mind of the selection committee. Um, There are other teams out there who did look kind of impressive, um, like UT Martin, so we'll see. And Fresno State is really trying to get chosen over UT uh, UT Martin, UC Davis, and Delaware State, although they're definitely going to get chosen over them. So, um, So this was not a great loss for Fresno State. Baylor is going to be about the same place regardless, so that's good for them. Uh, in the consolation meet in the SEC. Oh, wait. Do I want to do that? I don't want to talk about it. ECAC. Let's talk about the ECAC. All right. UT Martin against SMU. So this is the number two team, the Skyhawks, going up against the number one team, SMU. And this one went down to the wire. Again, SMU got pushed. Actually, both these teams had very close uh, semifinal wins. And today, this one went down to the wire. SMU has defeated them 11-9. to So, very close, but the uh, Mustangs pick up their second ECAC title. And, um, uh, let's see, UT Martin looked good, though. I mean, they had a great tournament. They might have impressed the selection committee enough to get an invitation over, um, uh, over Fresno State. So, yeah, we'll see. Um... Did I talk about Oklahoma State and TCU? See, this is what you get when I'm on the road and I don't have my notes. I think I talked about Oklahoma State. I'll talk about them again. Uh, I can edit this part out if I need to. Oklahoma State beat TCU in the championship. They are now, Oklahoma State has won another Big 12 title. Um, I thought TCU was going to pull the upset, but they didn't. Uh, Oklahoma State um, um, beat the Horned Frogs, beat the hottest team in the nation. I think I have talked about this. Oh, well. Like I said, I'll I'll edit it out if I need to, or maybe I'll leave it in. Anyway, moving right along, that only leads to SEC. So we had a a consolation meet between Georgia and South Carolina. You know, the Gamecocks, they gave it all they had, um, but they lost to Georgia in the consolation meet. This is their last meet of the season because there's... No way they're going to get invited to Ocala. Um, they they really needed to win the SEC tournament in order to get an invitation, and they didn't. They did the opposite of that. So uh, Georgia, however, looked pretty good. Um, you know, they got twelve points, so pretty good. Um, I don't know that it changes that much where they're going to get seated. They're in danger of being jumped by SMU, but they won their consolation meet. So we'll see. We'll see how all that shakes out. 
Um, bum, bum, bum. Oh, and the last one, Texas A&M at Auburn. Boy, okay. Auburn went, Auburn won uh, 11 to 8, and uh, it was close. Uh, it was closer probably than it should have been. The the meet started out with flat, uh, equitation on the flat, and Auburn just, boom, jumped out to a huge lead, 4 to 1. At the same time, horsemanship was going on. Now, Auburn has a really good horsemanship squad, but they underperformed today. Made some mistakes, and um, the Aggies, you know, picked up on that. So at halftime, uh, I think that went 3-1. to one. So at halftime, it was 5-4 to four in favor of Auburn. So not a big lead. It should have been like 6-3, to 7-2. But anyway, so into the second half, you're thinking, oh man, this is going to be close. Well, then we had exhortation over fences, and Auburn again just did incredible in the jumping seat. Um, won that one four to one. Sophie Steckbeck had the MOP. She, boy, the numbers she got on her ride were incredible. So freshman there for Auburn. Um, and so that gave Auburn such a big lead. Let's see. Yeah, it was nine points. And because of that tie, the ne- the team to get to 10 first was going to win it. So that mean Auburn, that meant Auburn only needed one more point. They got two more points. Uh, the other three in the event, in the last event, reigning, went to Texas A&M. So it made the scoreboard a little closer, but really it was over by like the second ride. So Auburn won the day. They win their fourth straight SEC championship. And, you know, everybody started celebrating. It was great. Um, and uh, yeah, so great weekend. Um, oh, I will say that the single discipline tournament for the ECAC is has started up, but they're not doing it. They're doing a round robin, but they're not doing a round robin like I would have expected, where they would have done, oh, team A versus team B, and then we'll do team C and B and blah, blah, blah. No, they're doing all of the same events on one day, and they're doing all of the flat tomorrow, and so I don't know who's winning that thing. I I looked at that, saw that, gave a big heavy sigh, and said, you know what, I'll work it all out on Sunday. So I'll do one final update of all this, all of this stuff on, excuse me, on Sunday, and we'll see how the single discipline stuff shook out. But you'll remember, uh, I did criticize their conference a little bit last time about how they did this and they split the North and the South, not in a civil war kind of way, but in like a, uh, 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 you know, regional way so that they wouldn't have to travel so much. And uh, basically what they did was they said, okay, we've got these three teams over here at Dartmouth, we're going to compete, and then we're going to have a champion there, well, then we're going to have a champion down in the south, but there's only, see, there's only four spots in the national championship tournament for these single discipline teams, but you have seven teams, so Lynchburg and uh, Sweetbriar are going to get invitations. Really what you're trying to figure out is who are the best two teams out of those other five. And if they had all been in the same tournament together, it would have been much easier for the selection committee to evaluate how good these teams are against each other. Because during the regular season, they all beat one another and all lost to one another. So it's very difficult. So what's happening now is you've got two separate tournaments. So the three that are over here competing this weekend aren't truly being evaluated based on how good they are to those other uh teams down in the south so anyway there's going to be second guessing basically because of the way the ECAC did this it's gonna they they're they're gonna have some disappointed fans who are like why didn't we get in why'd you pull in this team over there but you know what you did this to yourself you should have taken it out of this selection committee's hands put them all in one big old tournament and then the two teams that weren't Sweetbriar and Lynchburg who did the best basically the team the two teams that made the uh, semifinals you would have said, okay, they get the they get the invitation to the national championship. But they didn't do it that way, so chaos will reign. 
All right. Well, I'll fill you in on how everything went tomorrow. Uh, this is Albert Elvis. Thank you very much. Okay, so that was our uh, series of updates. Now I'm uh, finishing up the podcast here on Sunday, and good news, the ECAC single discipline tournament up in the north has finished, and uh, the winner of that round robin is SUNY Newpaltz. So they defeated both of uh, Dartmouth. I'm looking at my notes here so you hear some clicking in the background. Dartmouth and um, Sacred Heart. And uh, let's see, they beat Dartmouth 4-4. to That one went into a tiebreaker. They beat Sacred Heart 7-1. to Dartmouth not only lost that meet, but they also lost to Sacred Heart. So that means, and they lost that one 6-2. So that means Sacred Heart will be finished second in that tournament. Dartmouth finished third. What's really interesting about this, at least to me personally, is that for the last uh, month or so, I have had New Paltz ranked higher than those other two teams in the official Auburn Elvis rankings, whereas the NCEA has had New Paltz below those two teams. So, just goes to show you that you got to go by equitation over fences in the flat instead of equitation over feelings, which is what the NCAA voters use. So, uh, I've been vindicated there. Um, not that this is about me, although the podcast is a little bit about me. But anyway, it's really about these riders and these teams. I mean, good job for the, the, the Hawks. They got this done. I was the only one that believed in them other than themselves. And uh, they got it done. So, as the North champion, I think they're going to get um, an invite, certainly. I mean, you can't turn down a conference champion. So, they should get an invite to Ocala. Again, Lynchburg and uh, Sweetbriar will all, almost certainly, well, not almost, they certainly will get invites. So really what that means now is, who's going to get that fourth one? My money is on Suwannee, or at least if the if the selection committee is being rational, they will pick Suwannee, because Suwannee did the best as far as, you know, they upset Lynchburg in the semifinal. Uh, they did lose to Sweetbriar, but everybody loses Sweetbriar. So um, to me, they and New Paltz are the two teams that are deserve it. Um, now, Sacred Heart would probably say, hey, look at us. We had a one-in-one record in our conference tournament just like Swanee did. Well, Sacred Hearts, you didn't ride against Lynchburg like Swanee did this whole season. And also, Sacred Heart didn't ride against Swanee. Those two never met on the in, in the ring, so we don't know who's better. But we do know that uh, Sacred Heart is not as good as New Paltz, and we know that Swanee could defeat uh, Lynchburg. So... Anyway, uh, hopefully the committee will listen to reason and will put the, the Tigers in uh, instead of the Pioneers. Not that I have anything against Sacred Heart. It's just, you know what? There's only four spots and there's seven teams, so somebody's got to get cut. And I think you're the first team out. Now, looking around at how the other conference uh, action went, the conference tournament actions, I'm going to run down how I think the uh, committee will probably uh, seed people. Obviously, Oklahoma State, they're going to be the number one seed. Auburn is going to be the number two seed. I think Texas A&M is going to slide down to the number three seed. And uh, TCU, I think they're going to hold at number four. Now, there's a chance they could try to swing those teams around because what you're going to do is you're going to basically have Auburn and Texas A&M on the same side of the bracket, and you're going to have Oklahoma State and TCU on the same side of the bracket, and they're in the same conference with each other. 
So there's a tiny chance that the uh, voters might monkey around with the rankings a little bit and try to get TCU into number three and Texas A&M down to number four. That would be dumb, but I could totally see them doing that. Um, And that way the Aggies would get a rematch against Oklahoma State if both those teams advanced to the semifinals and Auburn would get to ride against TCU, which they didn't meet at all during the regular season. So that would be interesting from a fan perspective. It's not exactly accurate as far as how good these teams are, but I could see them doing that. Um, After that, you've got, um, you know, SMU is probably going to get ahead of Georgia. SMU is a conference champion, and you got to respect that, so they'll probably jump ahead of the Bulldogs. What's really going to be interesting is where do you put Georgia and Baylor? I mean, the committee has, has liked the Bulldogs more than the Bears all year, and that's probably favoritism. I actually have Georgia a little bit higher than Baylor, too, so there's actually some reasoning behind the favoritism. At least when I do it. When I do it, it's reasoning. When the NCA does it, it's favoritism. Uh, that's just a good rule of thumb. Um, you know, I could see Baylor getting a little bit of, uh, over Georgia if maybe they're trying to push teams around or something. But what's really going to happen is if you leave Baylor uh, in the um, uh, sixth position or seventh position, that's where that would put them. Then that what that's really going to be interesting is that's going to put them against Auburn in the first round, which I think everybody would like to see that because Baylor is the team that bounced Auburn in the first round last year. So it would be really cool to see that again. And then, of course, that would leave uh, the number eight team. Now, here's where the committee has to do some uh, decision making. So you've got a couple of teams that are in the realistic running for this last spot. You've got Fresno State. You've got UC Davis. You've got UT Martin. And then possibly Delaware State. But Delaware State really has the worst resume of those teams. I would say that UC Davis has the second worst. And then what you're really looking at is an evaluation between UT Martin and Fresno State. And if it were me, I would choose UT Martin, I think. At least I, when I, just going off equitation over feelings, which is what I'm doing right now, I would put the Skyhawks in because they went further in their tournament. Fresno State lost both of their uh, meets in their tournament. So it's not an apples to apples comparison. I'll have to go back and actually compare some apples when I do my write up of all this. But um, just off the cuff, which is what I feel like the committee does anyway, they don't really look at numbers. Um, I think though, I would choose UT Martin, but I can totally understand if they end up picking uh, Fresno State because they did have, you know, an upset of Baylor not too long ago and they beat TCU back in the fall when that didn't mean very much. Um, plus, they've beaten some other teams. So, you know, I could see them doing that. They they might do that. I don't know. But all that to say, those are the teams that you're looking at uh, getting into the national championship. So it was an exciting weekend uh, for me personally. I got to go down there and watch all that. It was exciting. The weather was beautiful. It was very windy, though. And I'm sure that the other conference tournaments around the country that folks had fun, I mean, the winners certainly did, but hopefully other fans did too. It was a good weekend, and the sport is growing. You're seeing more parity. I mean, we've got this ECAC single discipline tournament happening, which I don't think we even had that before now. So now we've split into two regions. So there's there's so much equestrian going on, so we can all be happy about that. That's how I'm going to end this uh, podcast, just on a, on a good note that we can all be happy about the sport growing. And next up, we're going to be looking at the postseason and, and seeing how it all shakes out in those final rides. That uh, That's our episode of War Horses. I am your host, Auburn Elvis. Thank you very much.
Thank you for tuning in to today's episode on the E2C Network. On your way out, I want to remind you to stop by E2Cnetwork.com. It's your one-stop shop for all our content across our podcast, YouTube channel, and much more. To stay up to date with us, make sure you're following social media accounts such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. While our content here may always be Auburn sports heavy, if it's orange and blue, it's what we do. War Eagle.